When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast, typically with Justin and Matt. But not tonight, because Justin spared himself. He spared himself (laughs) of talking about the dub tonight and left me to do it on my own. And so... I brought a crew of people with me. Um, and if you are a legacy All Matt listener, you already know some of them. If you tuned into Golden Spaces when we actually were on Twitter, you know some of them. And if you still don't know them, you should get to know them because they are three great basketball minds who I love to chop it up about hoops with. So I invited them to come on. So at the top on my right, if you're watching on YouTube, we have Jason Battle. He is... First of all, for like the old heads and the people who've been around for a minute, he kind of started this podcast game as a Warriors fan. So shout out to Jason. He goes back with Sheed from Warriors World and a whole bunch of people. So always an honor and a privilege to have him on. Um, And then we have my girl Nana down below who's recovering from eye surgery. So it's not her just being fly with the Mary J glasses, but um, she is recovering. So we wish you well and hope you're good. But Definitely appreciate you coming through to come on and chop it up with us. Mm-hmm. And then last, but certainly not least, my guy in the bottom right corner, if you're looking on your screens, but Chris, Chris from Hoop Spaces. And I'm going to let Chris, before we get started, started tell y'all a little bit about Hoop Spaces. He's making a name for himself in this basketball talk and game and he like had this whole big twitter spaces and we come together every morning and now he's he's leveled up and he's with amp from amazon and continuing to do big things so right now if you don't know chris get to know him follow all of these great people but chris is blowing up he's blowing up so i'm happy i still get to keep his company so chris (laughs) nana (laughs) and jason Welcome to the show. But Chris, let's just start with you really quickly and tell folks about Hoop Spaces. I, I, I love how you are, are, are treating me like I treat you when you come in. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the uh, wonderful introduction. Uh, shout out to all the listeners of Golden Spaces, uh, one of the best Golden State Warriors pods and, and actually just conversations you can have, period. And, and that's actually what Hoop Spaces is. Um, it, like most people, I'm kind of tired of the big box names. Like, we get it. Uh, it's so thick that we already know what the narrative is going to be by the time it already hits our, our Twitter feed. So if you want something a little bit different, uh, more substantive basketball, you know, check me out. It's at Hoop Spaces on Twitter. But uh, we moved over to AMP, which is uh, powered by Amazon. We'll be building up a better community over there uh, so we can get some good basketball talk. So it, it's that's all it is. Uh, if you got one of those smart devices, uh, you can just say, hey, Alexa, play Hoop Spaces. You know, and it'll, it'll hook you up. Yeah, download AMP and think of Hoop Spaces like radio, but that you can participate in, you yeah. know? Um, so it's definitely a cool thing. 
Um, but all right, let's let's get started. Unless Nana and Jason, do y'all want to tell the people about I yourself? I just want to say, Chris, I don't want to I just want to say, Chris, man, it's an honor to meet you, bro. <laughs> it's it's the first time we've seen each other face to face, but I appreciate it, Jason, man. I'm a yeah. fan. Um, you know, I, I know you don't agree with some of my controversial takes. It's okay. Though. No, it's your, food it's your food takes that I don't agree with. Yeah, man. Chris has awful oh, food takes, and we both get avocado ice cream is that got to go. What are you, Tom Brady? <laughs> nah, but avocado ice cream is real good. I mean, honestly, though, it might be more interesting to talk about his crazy taste in food than the Warriors <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> all right so, yeah, let's, yeah. so let's let's dig in and we're gonna actually be talking about both games collectively both games as in the back-to-back that the Warriors are just on so the Hawks and um the Memphis Grizzlies tonight okay so you know earlier in the game I was watching the game and J- Jason and Nana are both Warriors fans okay um and 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 all because lifelong for Jason. Um, I'm not sure if that's the case for you, Nana. Forgive me, I don't remember. But I say that because um, I've um, since we've been put on 95.7 The Game's YouTube channel. I've had some people calling me out, and they said they can't stand me because you know I'm a bandwagon fan, and <laughs> you know they're going in on me, and I was just like, bro, like I've never professed to be a lifelong Warriors fan but I'm also not a bandwagon, like not in the true sense. I've been with this team before they started winning championships. Like that is for sure. Um, I just don't really need to police fandom, but just to say like Jason is lifelong and he fucks with me. So, you know what I'm saying? Like people get over it. Um, (laughs) So lifelong Warriors fan. Yeah, lifelong Warriors fan. And Nana, who's also like, she's in Maine now, but well, I don't know where she is actually physically. She's moved, but she's also from the Bay. So two Bay Area natives. Um, Cali right now, too. Huh? Just down, down south Cali right now. Okay. So, so I don't know how y'all are feeling, but for me, it's like, I will criticize the team and, you know, Jason, you will too. Nana, you will too. But, and I don't know where you guys stand right now. I sort of know, Jason, I've been seeing what you've been saying. So, but as much as I criticize them, it's like criticizing fan for me. I'm still riding with them. So, like, I will go through this podcast tonight and talk about all my thoughts. And we'll still tell you that you're going to see the Warriors in this year's finals, right? And Chris and I talked about about it a little bit earlier this afternoon. And um, some people think I'm crazy. They just think I'm being a homer, which is funny because I'm not from the area. But, you know, they just think, like, I'm so biased. But I genuinely believe that. And I, I like to talk about why I believe it. But I'm curious to know, Nana and Jason, before we even just get into these games, what is your current state on this team right now, how are you feeling about this? Uh, ladies first. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry about that. My little troll <laughs> came in. Um, the question you asked was like, can you repeat that for me real quick, Nat? Can you repeat the question for me, Nat? I just want to know what you think the warrior ceiling is. Yeah. My yeah, ceiling what do you is... think the warrior ceiling is? Do you still? I think the road is so difficult for us right now. And I don't know. I personally think a lot of that is mentally. 
and is like them just getting in their own way, making their own mistakes. I mean, like, I know you watch today's game. Like, some of these mistakes aren't like, oh, my God, we have to figure out, like, high IQ play. It's just literal common sense mistake happening on the road. And so I tweeted yesterday about, like, some six infinity stones that the Golden State Warriors had, you know. And if you looked at them, it was, like, defense, rebounding, cutting, um, defense, um, shot making. And I forgot the last one. There's one more. And rebounding, yep. And I I think we were down – I say we only probably elite on two out of the six. And if we can get it up to like four out of six, and one of them have has to be defense. Like defense cannot be optional. And I know we we have the skill set to play defense, and a lot of that does come with us missing guys. So I am aware of that. But for the most part, when you ask me for the ceiling, like if they can get a couple of more road wins and then sweep the home um, games left and finish with a 43-44 record. I think that's their ceiling. And I, initially, I had them at 45 wins for the season, but it's looking like they can't even get a road win. And we've got, like, how many left? Maybe six? Mm-hmm. And so it's getting tough. Maybe if we if we get GP2 a little sooner than we expect him to come back, I don't, I don't know, a little spark, whatever it is that's going on with them. I'm not particularly a big fan of Steve Kerr, but that's another story for another day. And just figure something out within the team. I think our ceiling can really be 45, 46 wins. And then as far as our low, you know, I don't even want to go there because I don't like thinking negative, but we already see it right now on the road. Can we figure out how to get some wins out of those six games, three or four of those games on the road? If we can, then I have our ceiling all the way up there because it'll just turn us up all the way. Because towards the end of the season, you can also factor in teams that want to rest more, tanking, like, officially tanking in the end so not too worried about competition towards the end the last four or five games is these next six seven games can we get a 4-2 record or a 5-2 record towards the end then we should be good but it's about when can we turn that corner and, okay. running and what do you think jason uh the ceiling obviously is championship right but do you, and do you believe that's still possible? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but the caveat, right, is everybody's healthy, right? Or or there present. Everybody's available. With, yes, because Andrew is not unhealthy, but he's not present. If, if we're if Andrew Wiggins is not part of the team in the playoffs, we're not winning nothing. Agreed. That's just bottom line. We need him. Yes. We can't win without him. Period. Just Andrew. And GP2 as well. So do you GP2 think we can win with Andrew with and not GP2 there? Uh, I, I, think that, that. I think that we could win with – if Andrew's there at 100%, I think we could win with him and without GP2. But I think if both of them there are there in rhythm, we're, we, I, I think we're favorites because I believe in their potential defensively that much. I think they're game, they're game changers. They're not just – Players. And it's not even potential. We watched it. We watch it. We know what they can do. So this is exactly. not about yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's that's my that's my take. With them, we're winning it all. Without them, we're not winning Nathaniel. Well, just so I can understand, are you saying if Andrew by himself is there, we're we're not winning? It needs to be both, right? GP2 and Andrew. So I think I think we can win with only Andrew and not GP2, but with both of them, I believe that it's Hundred percent. Yeah, I feel the same. Yeah, I think our chances are very 
low only because we need both of them only because I think some of our core, like especially Draymond, has mm-hmm. has not been the same. I and agree. I don't think we'll be there. And then I, you also got to add in, I don't even think Steve Kerr has been the same. Like, I agree. He's been out of control with these rotations. I don't think Jordan Poole has been the same. Like, with that, when you factor that in, like, unlike last season, like, I'm not even talking about all these other extra players we lost or all that you got. I'm purely talking about the guys we rely on every single day have not been the same. So, for me, if Andrew returns, like, he has to get in shape, too. You have to forget he's been gone for a while. He has to be back in shape. He's is a lot that has to come in. And then on, on top of that, you're going to need Steph to do historical things, generational things, more generational than he did last season to overcome, which is why the GP2 thing is just to just take that little margin of error and just shrink it a little bit. I'm Increase it, I mean, so that we have some breathing room. And Chris, you're an outsider. So I know, what do you think? I want to know what you think, because I saw some tweets from you and you're like, oh, the Warriors are just like, I don't know if you said trash or bad, but I don't no, remember. What I, you said. I, I said that, and you may is... have been exaggerating in your or being hyperbolic <laughs> in the way that you do, but you're here, so let me know what you think. Um, the, the the Warriors are in their their swan song season, and last year's championship very well may be the last championship, at least for this iteration of what the Warriors are. Right, like this is this is the ugly truth. Uh, this is a combination of father time and a mistake by the front office. Uh, they try to rectify the mistake by trading James Wiseman to regain Gary Payton II. Uh, if you don't get him and Andrew Wiggins, zero chance. Zero. If you get Andrew Wiggins back, I still wouldn't even put you as the favorites. You're not playing well enough on the road to be considered the favorites. And right now at the seventh seed, you're going to have to steal a game away on the road. And, like, to me, it's very reminiscent of the 80 Celtics when Detroit came up and they were just better. Like, the Celtics were still a great but team. The teams aren't better. And that that's, that's mm. I think that's what I'm disputing. So um, this is the reason why I think the Warriors um, are still contenders, can still go all the way. And Chris and I talked about this a little bit earlier. So – like Kevin Durant is hurt right now. And all I hear people saying for the Suns is, man, when KD comes back. But they never do that with the Warriors. And neither does our own fan base. So we are the only team that when we are losing with our key guys missing a bulk of the games, that people still expect us to win. And if we don't, we're evaluated as such. So no, we're not winning on the road. But Andrew Wiggins hasn't been there for most of those games. And Steph Curry missed a large chunk of them. So they're not going to win on the road. You know, you're not going to win a game when Draymond and, 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 and Andrew Wiggins, who plays arguably the most important position in the league, is out. (laughs) you need people on the wings. Like it's just not going to happen. And I don't actually think this year's team, honestly, there are differences, but this team, this year's team is not drastically different than last year's team. And what I mean by that is if they would have started this season with like the first 15 games at home, (laughs) they would have had a nice cushion just like they did last year. And when the injuries came, they would have been able to sustain that cushion. The Warriors were a 500 team last year 
once people started going down. And I heard all the same shit from everybody. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was fake. What they did in the beginning of the season wasn't real. It was literally the same talk. It's like because people hadn't seen it since the beginning of the season, then they didn't believe that they could do it. And it was Clay's first full year back and all this. Now we just watched them win a championship. And I hear everybody saying they got to show you again that they can do it. Like, I don't think this is as complicated as everyone is making it seem. They have missed players. And when you miss players and and different people are playing different night, different roles every night. When Jordan Poole is starting one week, then he's off the bench another week. Then he's asked to to be more like Steph one day. Then he's asked to attack. Then he's that's a lot to ask of a young player, right? He his role is not defined consistently in this team. Okay. As much as I love Loon, he is not meant to be playing all the minutes he is playing, right? Like you're just not gonna get Steph, Dre, and Clay to care about the regular season in this way. They didn't even look like they cared about this game tonight. At this point, all these guys want to do is just get in as a six seed or higher. That's it. They don't care. I think the 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 season. And, like, it's just been so taxing on them mentally. Like, to try to, like, make some huge run right now and prove something, I don't think matters to them. I think once the postseason starts, it's a new season. What they didn't do before doesn't matter. And of all these teams, they are the only team that has a history of always winning a game on the road. They only got to win one game on the road, guys. That's it. They don't have to win a bazillion games on the road. They are the only team that has the history of doing it. So that's great that you have faith in all these other teams that have better records. But the the, the thing is, in the, in the postseason, teams game plan for you. They actually take the time to game plan for you. And it's very different. What they do in the regular season doesn't just translate over to the postseason. And so... It might be the Warriors' swan song. It may be their last year. I won't believe it until I see a team beat them four times. But I just think there's a lot being made of the Warriors' record and their struggles without people like actually looking at what is happening and why they're losing. In most of these games, they're in it. Like, these teams are not just bullying over them and steamrolling them. Like, even tonight, if you looked at this final score, you would think, like, that's what happened because it just got away at the end. But it wasn't. It was a one-point game. Just like last night in Atlanta. But my – no, but it does matter because my point in saying that is they're in these games with these teams missing – some of their key guys. So if they're in these games with these teams, and let's take out the Grizzlies because they don't have John Morant, but they're playing all these other teams and they're right there with them. And and then you see like the settling for shots at the end. To me, that's what I saw. That's the signs of like a tired team. It's an old team. They don't feel like going for it. Like, do you really, do you really truly think Stephen Curry, Draymond Green and Klay Thompson, take everyone else out, do you really think they truly have forgotten how to close games? Do you really think after winning all those championships and just winning that they really don't know it's best to attack and drive versus going for threes? Do you well, really look no, at that? I, I, I don't, but I don't need to know that. 
it, it, the issue isn't whether we know they know how to do it. The issue it is. is the other teams aren't afraid anymore. But who cares? They, they don't. They, they don't were, have. They weren't winning because other teams were afraid of them. They're winning because they're better. And I like. I just don't believe you're correct. Like I don't think other teams do not fear them. Like they can go in there and think the Grizzlies talk like they don't fear them. And then what happens? Like it doesn't. Like I don't care if teams fear them or not. The point is they have superior talent than the other teams, right? In many of these series, Steph is going to be the best player on the court. So the Grizzlies. They should fear the Warriors, but they don't. And that's why they always get embarrassed when it comes to a series, right? They've won their two games at home, and the Warriors have won their two games at home. And by the way, they won it without Steph Curry being there. They embarrassed them on Christmas Day. They've they, embarrassed them multiple no, times. I, I get so that. They don't, like, who cares? Don't fear them. And you still get embarrassed when you don't fear them. Fear them, and you still lose. Like, fear is not irrelevant. It's talent. It's talent and ability, not fear. Well, it, it's, it's talent and ability, but that talent and ability has to rise to the moment. And then oftentimes what happens when you have a dominant team, and the Warriors have been a dominant team, the Spurs were a dominant team, the Lakers and Kobe were a dominant team. Every time you go back and get this dynasty with a dominant team, teams that play them, even really good teams, they can't get over that mental hurdle of beating this dominant team. That is an essence of a fear. Now, you, you they don't want to label it as a fear, but if you sat down and talked it out with a counselor, that is a fear. They don't have that any longer. They do. They can say we're going to take the field. And I don't agree with you on that. We haven't seen that in the playoffs yet. You see how teams show up every time the Warriors come to town? There's literally no evidence that they don't fear the Warriors. Shea was out. I tell you, any other team, he's not coming back from his injury. But he comes back to play. Like, this always happens with teams. They're locked in. They're dialed in for the Warriors. If they're not a real threat anymore and you don't take them seriously, why do you get to talk like that? Why does Boston? Why do the Boston Celtics in Boston play Jason Tatum for almost the entire game if you don't fear the Warriors? I was there. I was talking to Al Horford, and they were like, man, this is a great team. Like, we really needed to get this. We wanted this. The team, the players are not saying what you're telling me. And well, I get not, that, but we just watched Jared Jackson Jr. just steamroll his, his shoulder into your chest <laughs> with no, zero hesitation. And this is a dude who's not a jam player. But why wouldn't he do that? Like, he sees smaller players on him. He sees Jonathan Kaminga on him. Like, he's not going to be afraid of those guys. But the fear is not about him being afraid of Jonathan Kaminga. It's about when it's two minutes in a game, one minute in a game, and it's tight, and they start seeing Stephen Curry and Clay do what they do. Can they match that? It's about saying, do you really trust Desmond Bain to step up and do that in those moments. Do you believe that Aaron Gordon, this guy who y'all claim to be an all-star this year, <laughs> is going to step up and do those things? Okay, that Michael that Porter Jr. that way. Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal so Murray are not going to get picked on. Like you're talking about them being fair, like. This is not about fearing the Warriors. The Warriors are more talented. They are better. They are better. Even if they have not showed it and played it, they are better and they have the experience. The only time the Denver Nuggets have ever succeeded in the postseason was in the bubble. We've never seen them do but anything is, outside of the why, bubble. This is why I compared them to the 80 Celtics. 
because this is exactly what they said about the 80 Celtics until Isaiah Thomas well, and Detroit Celtics, Pistons came in and Celtics, proved everybody wrong. Did the 80 Celtics have their t- players missing a majority of the season? Well, well, yeah, at that point, yeah, the throughout the season they had. Did they have the best player in the NBA? Oh, Larry Bird was arguably top three. He yeah. wasn't the best. Well, Steph Curry's arguably not the best this season. He's, he is the best player. No, hey, hey, no, 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 arguably hold on, hold on, this season, he's not. Chris, he's Chris, 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 Averaging nah. 30 on 50, 40, 90. Hold on, hold on. Um, Before he went out. better defense than he has in his career. This is literally 2016, but he hasn't played many games. If he played at least 60 games, he's running over the MVP this year. You know that. It's hold just on. that health is the reason that Steph is not. I don't even care about the MVP award. I'm just saying his argument of he's not the best player in the NBA this year. That's fine. That's subjective. And if people I have think a, I have a question. I have a question yeah. for Chris. Yeah. Chris, before yeah. Steph went down with that injury to his shoulder, was he not the best player in the league? I had him like at two or three, to be honest. Okay, but he was up there yes. in your opinion. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's all he, I wanted. To, I he, wanted to. Had he stayed healthy, your argument of him being the MVP uh, would come down to narrative, but I think he would be up there, yes. But okay. in this season, he's just not because he didn't play enough games. Okay, so you're but what you're not saying is that he's not the best player. You're saying he didn't play enough games okay. to be the best player. And that's the best point that I wanted to get to. Yeah, right. yeah. That is I what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter you, in a series. He's still the best player on the yeah. court in most series, and not and most teams don't have a player that can match that same level. Correct. One hundred percent. The only the only two dudes are in the Eastern Conference. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. first of all, you always to me, like, if, if I guess what I'm saying is, I don't think this road record thing is a real thing, right? And 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 this is why I'm going to say that. Because it's like people who believed last year that Steph was declining because he had an extended shooting slump, worst of his career. And there were legitimately people saying, like, it happens. It starts to happen. And there were people like me who were saying, y'all are fucking stupid. He's not in decline. (laughs) And he came back and did it. And what I'm trying to tell you is this whole road record thing is not real. The Warriors just did not wake up this season and forget how to win on the road, right? That's not what happened. When you... Like they they did take a hit with losing certain players, right? But Dante, I always said Dante was it's not a direct one to one. So I hate it when people compared him to GP two. But I was always comfortable with the Dante pickup. It, it's Jamichael who didn't pan out. It's yeah. not Dante. It's yeah. Jamichael, yeah. right? We yeah. don't talk. And, so, and what people don't remember is we Dante was hurt at the beginning of the season. So yeah. when we, and, and that's also when they were trying to do the Wiseman thing and go in on him. So when people, cause if you remember, and still to this day right now, the Warriors starting five is the best starting five in the league by miles, by like substantially. So when people are just like, these other teams are better, where? Like the, the evidence doesn't even indicate that. We just haven't had our five players on the court. And so the reason why I'm saying it matters for purposes of the postseason, because we know they're only going eight, nine deep. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're, not seeing, you're not seeing two-way players in the fucking playoffs. You're not seeing all these guys. I know you're making a face about Lamb. You might see Lamb like the way <laughs> <laughs> you might see Lamb like the way you saw Belly. But my point is that yeah. there's not, there's not, 
Lamb is going to get more minutes than Kaminga. Lamb does definitely plan. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's playing the way that, like, when I say he's playing, meaning like, Belly saw the minutes in the postseason. He wasn't in every game. He wasn't a main key guy. That's what I'm saying. You're not, Kurt thinks he's Boris DL 2.0. You're, but you're not seeing <laughs> like their, their playoff rotation, assuming they <gasps> all their guys, is going to be Steph, Clay, Dre, Loon, um, Wiggs, right? So if, if, if they're probably- <laughs> I saw that face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if they are intact, their starting yeah. five is Steph, Dre, Clay, Loon, Wiggs. That's their starting five, right? The rest of their rotation is Jordan, Dante, GP2, Kaminga. Though, like those are your 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 nine main guys, right? And then Lamb will see some minutes sparingly. And if Andre would have still been there, Lamb probably wouldn't see minutes. He probably wouldn't even be on the team, which is like, and by the way, Andre might be back for the postseason. We don't know. So everything if we're gonna gonna pin this on Andre, that's no, I'm not I'm not no she's not pinning on Andre. I'm not pinning it on Andre. I'm just saying who they're rotating. I'm just messing. But please let me get at my point. So what I'm saying is that like those are the rotation guys. How many of those guys have even been here and played during this season? That's my point. So when you're evaluating the Warriors based on Lamb. And 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 Jer- J- Ty Jerome being out there, and 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 everyone playing out of position. And Dante talks about this when I was over there, and I asked him, "What's the impact on the team when you have so many guys out?" And he's like, "The impact is a lot because guys are playing more minutes than they typically play. Guys are playing out of their position. They're having to do more, and that's exhausting, and that makes them tired." Right. And so, but no, like fans and people don't want to account for that. They're just like, no, they got to win. They look terrible. They look off. And it's annoying to watch. We're annoyed as fans to watch. But I'm just saying that is the reality. And so when you get to the postseason, it doesn't fucking matter what their record was in the regular season. Once you get to the postseason, it's a brand new season. And they're just like refreshed and they're ready to go. And the nine people who have to play on the court, they're ready to go. That's it. And so uh, to me, to me, to me, it's doubt the Warriors at your own risk. Doubt. They love it. I love it. But I'm just saying doubt the Warriors at your own risk because all of these notions of them being done are based off of a team that has not been intact the entire season. The entire season. 